welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Rayla Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I feel like it's been forever since we've done this, sisters. I know, it's been like a month. <laughs> yeah. I know, there was there was Christmas, and then Candle Nights episode. And then flu. And then the flu. Yeah. <laughs> I was almost I was almost taken down by the flu. Not this time. No. You, you gotta get me next time, flu. <laughs> You can try all you want. I And can I take this moment to say I did get vaccinated. I still got the flu. I still think the flu vaccine is great. And I still think everybody should get it. Because a lot of the more uh, severe cases of flu and a lot of the fatal cases of flu that have been reported in the U.S. are in unvaccinated people. All right. Now the boring part of the episode is <laughs> over. I'm just, I have to put that caveat out there because everybody's like, oh, so you got the flu and you got the flu shot, huh? Yeah, but I'm, I didn't get hospitalized and I didn't die, so. City's a ghost, actually, everybody. <laughs> oh, no. I am fine. Has, has the flu been worse this year, though, Sid? Because I feel like everybody I know is really sick right now. It has been. It's, yeah. um, it's actually, it, it has, it's an epidemic, technically. Oh. Because it has touched all the continental United States. Wow. Yeah. If you look at a map of flu <laughs> I about, transmission. I was about to say congratulations. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. No, it's it's a very, it, it is a very severe flu season. The flu is uh, particularly savage and um, highly transmissible. I have seen a ton of it in my practice and then obviously in my personal existence. Yeah. <laughs> um, and while the flu vaccine still can make your case of the flu less severe and shorter, uh, it still it, you can still get it, and it's still pretty bad. So, so please do get your flu vaccine and be careful and wash your hands. And if you get flu-like symptoms, let your doctor know as quickly as possible because there are medications that some people can take. For instance, I am pregnant, so I had to take medicine because I'm pretty high risk. Mm. Mm. But I'm okay. We're not talking about the flu today. <laughs> no, but this is our little public service announcement. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, you know, <laughs> that's an important teen thing. Mm, well, okay, we're Sonic. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I Sonic can give me this PSA. Yeah. <laughs> T- telling teens to like take precautionary measures to uh, to avoid the flu—that's asking a lot from them when they can't seem to stop eating laundry detergent. True. That, that's a good point. Hey, Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Why why are your friends eating Tide Pods? I don't know. I get like I swear I took <laughs> I subconsciously took an internet break and like by accident I did not get on like Twitter or Instagram or anything for like two days. Just two days. And I didn't even realize I did it. And I get back on the internet and everyone's eating Tide Pods and like talking about <laughs> why they why they aren't going to eat them or like why they did or like why they shouldn't and it's like yeah you shouldn't eat a tide pod like it's like why would you one why would you want to two it goes in your laundry that's not like food i'm very confused about this one that's washing machine food that's not human (laughs) food i mean like okay i'm gonna just ever so slightly devil's advocate here i kind of kind of get it in that they do look like a tasty candy but okay they- here's what no this is what we, <laughs> yes you're right they do this is what we do still buffering finally breaks into the candy market raspberry squishing blasters were not a hit but this one will be we make candies that you can eat that look just like tide pods 
I don't think they're completely safe. edible. No. I think that yes. instills bad behavior. That's you know. I, I think if we can't sell Kinder eggs in the United States, they we sell, probably can't sell candy Tide pods. They sell no. candy cigarettes. I feel like we can sell candy Tide I, pods. How have they Just, not stopped that? By the way, how are they still? Know. They call them candy sticks now, but they're candy right. cigarettes. Yeah. yeah, and candy cigars. Yeah. Yeah. We need no, to make candy Tide Pods. Imagine like like a little part of it is like orange flavored gummy and a little part is like blue raspberry flavored gummy with a little bit of white down the middle. I mean, I've heard a lot of people make the argument like, oh, but they look like they're like Gushers, right? It's like, well, here's the thing, though. Gushers exist and they won't like dissolve your stomach lining or something. Yeah. So, so don't. They should, they should run with that ad campaign. I don't. I mean. <laughs> Gushers. Does the it Tide Pod your you stomach can eat. lining? Well, and what I don't understand is like. other than why (laughs) is this was an issue when these first came out because toddlers confused them with candy because they're toddlers and there were right because they didn't know they weren't i mean they didn't know that they were laundry detergent so they ate them they also had some cases of some elderly people who had dementia who ate them i know And, and so like this was a real issue for people who were for various reasons confusing them with candy now these teenagers though they're not not confusing them with candy they know they're not candy (laughs) i I think there's some debate as to how many teenagers are actually eating them or just kind of making goofy videos about like preparing them and like some people put them on pizza like sauteed them like it's it's all just kind of trolling the idea of it but of course that presents the danger of people actually actually doing it i think there have been like 30 some cases so far this year of exposure to laundry detergent through Tide Pods it that have been January, reported. It is January 17th. Yeah. We have been in this year for <laughs> 17 days. You said 30 this year? That's like two people a day eating Tide Pods. <laughs> when really there should be zero. There should be zero. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see the statistics of every other year 17 days into the year of how many people ate Tide Pods. I'm going to bet it's zero. <laughs> Wait, is is this a sign of the apocalypse? Definitely the cultural apocalypse, but is this it's what I I every I just have to check in with revelations every now and then when something <laughs> just just audaciously stupid is going on. Like, is this the end? This has gotta be the end, right? We're eating Tide know. Pods. <laughs> I don't know. That's so far that's twenty eighteen. People are eating Tide Pods and we're debating whether or not the president is actually six three. And I will say This is this is where we are. <laughs> I have a f- I have a friend who posted a video on Snapchat of him holding a Tide Pod. It was like a seven part video of him almost eating it, and I was enthralled with this video from start to finish. Like, is he going to? Will he? Is he going to? Will he? Won't he? He didn't, but he almost did. I really would love to see an interview with the designer, like the aesthetic designer of the Tide Pod. Like, do you think they have tremendous guilt over the situation? Like, I made it look too delicious. I don't know why that was <laughs> they, a goal. <laughs> I thought they had to. I thought after the original, like, scare with them, they, they had to, like, them. make them look less attractive. But, the, I mean, they still look pretty tasty, I they guess. They do look pretty tasty. <laughs> well, the one thing that they did do is, they, and, and to be fair, I, I looked at the older, like, versions. They were in, like, a beautiful clear tub. 
Like, it mm-hmm. looked like a, like, you know, something you'd buy, like, bulk candy. And now it's not see-through anymore. So I know they changed that. Yeah. And, and now they're locking them up in the supermarket. <laughs> because we can't, we are so not sure we can convince people not to eat laundry detergent. They're behind the counter. <laughs> well, Lock them up. The guns are within arm's reach. But the Tide Pods, no. Gonna no. do a background check on you. <laughs> That's scary. If we have to start locking up everything that's not edible in a store be- out of fear that teenagers will eat it, <laughs> that's going to be a lot of plastic. That's going to take a lot of time. This is why people blame my generation for for the end of so many industries. Because you you won't eat processed <laughs> foods. But you're very will. upset about GMOs, but, but you're fine with Tide Pods. <laughs> I, I need I need another like micro generation between my age group and yours, Riley, because I don't get this. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I I'm a wh- whatever generation I am. D- X X stream. I don't remember what. Extreme. <laughs> I don't remember what. I'm after X, but before millennial. Exennial. Exennial. But you're Y. No, I'm an exennial. That's my generation. You made that up. No, it's there's an article about it. It's it's a little snippet of a generation. It's a teeny little slice of generation. Yeah. I'm not a millennial. That's where I am. I'm an exennial. I'm generation. I forget. Now. X? Isn't that a Pepsi thing? Generation Z? Now. No, Z. I'm Z. Yeah, we I talked think about you this. are I am Z. the end. You're the end. We are the end. The end of humanity. We have to start over after this. Mm. Um, I hope so. <laughs> I think we're ready to. Don't eat Tide Pods. There. We shouldn't have to say that. Don't eat Tide Pods, please. This is this is your public service announcement from Still Buffering. This is more yeah. important than get your flu shot. I I, re- I I try really hard not to give medical advice ever on you know the internet. I try to just talk about it, but um, I will give this piece of medical advice. Don't eat Tide Pods. <laughs> Sonic says, if you want to be cool, don't nosh on some Tide Pods. Get yourself a chili dog instead. <laughs> That was a cool guitar that I played. I could tell. It was good. <laughs> um, you know, we've been talking about Tide Pods for a long time. And we're kind of putting off talking about the mm-hmm. main the main topic of our episode. What would you say we've been doing, Sydney? I'd say we've been procrastinating. <laughs> mm, it's well, true. Because that's what we were going to talk about, procrastination. You're right. <laughs> we're here. Uh, Riley's been procrastinating all week. Yes, because I have had... It is Wednesday, we did not have school Monday, and we had a snow day Tuesday and Wednesday, and uh, breaking news, Thursday as well. So so she has not done any of the homework that my was homework due t- Tuesday. That was due Tuesday, because Monday night I was going to finish it and stay up late, and I was like, you know what, if we don't have school tomorrow, I won't have to do it, and if we do, then I'm just going to have to accept that I could have finished this, and I'm not <laughs> going to. And then we didn't have school, and then she emailed us and said, it's due whatever day we come back. And now we just keep getting told there's no more school, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, okay. But then you're going to be up all night Thursday night. But I've gotten a lot of sleep. <laughs> hmm. Priorities, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, But I will say, we were talking about this the other day. And when I procrastinate, I do not just like sit and do nothing because then I feel like I, I hate myself for sitting and doing nothing when I could have been being productive so I still find ways to be productive I just don't apply that productiveness to what I should be applying it to <laughs> yeah, for example I, I downloaded the app Duolingo 
the other day just like oh, i used to i used to like enhance my spanish with this while i was taking spanish and i deleted it mm-hmm. and now i am 35 percent fluid in french <laughs> that, was, that was some useful procrastinating there i know i see i think that that's that's artful procrastination that we have all engaged in which is i don't really want to do this one thing that i need to do so i will make up other busy work mm. yeah it's, I'm not just going to like look at social media and watch Netflix. I'm going to do something that seems important but absolutely right. is not needed. Like um, looking at the musical In the Heights by Lin-Manuel Miranda and looking up how much Nina would have actually had to have paid to attend Stanford based on her financial ha- need and based on scholarships. Um, now... Yeah. <laughs> do you think that in the same like category as learning Spanish... Yeah, I think that's a that's a little less important, maybe. A lot of work went into that. <laughs> that was like that was like uh, yesterday when Charlie started asking me the names of the original My Little Ponies, <laughs> and I spent no joke like twenty five thirty minutes trying to look up all the names of the original My Little Ponies and show her pictures of them. I feel like what I did was a little <laughs> bit more important than that. <laughs> I don't know why after she'd lost interest after the first five minutes, <laughs> but I was like, I got to figure this out. I don't remember them. They weren't all the same as the new ones. Oh, really? There's, yeah, there were old ones that were different. Really? Yeah. Don't you, sure you're, you're, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going <laughs> to, that's, <laughs> that's further procrastination from she, discussing she tr- procrastination. Exactly. Um, why, why do you think, uh, teens procrastinate so much? Because we don't want to do what we don't want to (laughs) do. Like, like homework is boring and, (laughs) and we put it off and keep thinking like, I know I've, I've done this. I know everyone has done this. Probably you like, are like, all right, I'm going to start my homework at six. And then you like, are like checking your phone. It's like five 55, like five minutes. I'm going to start at six. And then you look at your phone and all of a sudden it's six 15. Like, oh. I'll start at seven and then like it's seven thirty. like well I'll start at eight and then it's midnight and you're like how did I get here why do you have to start homework on the hour that's you know like you give yourself a little bit of time before you start like oh it's already after six I'll start at seven what I procrastination mean, wh- within procrastination it right. is I do think it's odd though that like I I remember the rare student who would do things like early that, not me like that one person who like would have stuff done ahead of time and I would always be like why because I mean I, I was a good student but I still waited till the last minute to do everything. oh yeah like I'll still do it well and I'll finish it I just won't start on it until the night before it's due yeah see I I was more that that student like I did a lot all of my procrastination was pretty early on into my high school career and I think I just realized like the amount of anxiety I have over not doing the thing I'm supposed to be doing uh-huh. is never worth the freedom that I have to put something off, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't enjoy the time when I'm procrastinating because I'm just thinking, like, how guilty I feel about not doing the thing that I should be doing. Yeah. So, like, I, I was that weird kid in art school that finished their projects ahead of time. And, like, in art school, nobody, I, I don't think anybody <laughs> finishes anything. <laughs> Wow. I would get, you know, you'd show up to a critique and everybody put their art up. It's like, oh, well, you didn't do the assignment at all. You did something else completely. 
you're asleep. Why am I the only jerk that did this? <laughs> was that now, was that applauded or because it was art school were they like, oh my gosh, conformist? <laughs> I no, Yeah, dad, like there's definitely sometimes I just get so mad because somebody would put up something that was just entirely just super aware I didn't do the thing I was supposed to do because I just went down this whole road and decided to do this and they'd be like you know what I think it's good you did that I'm like no it's not good you did that we had an assignment (laughs) and I did it you did not do it yeah I I have to say I would not be okay with that either but then also I can't see that flying in med school (laughs) yeah (laughs) I know we were supposed to like dissect the brain but I was just feeling the heart today I know nothing about it but I just dove right in (laughs) I was just exploring it with my empathy (laughs) I felt like it would be a good exercise to turn all the lights off in the lab and do it with my bare hands Hmm. I know I know we were Brave. supposed to take this very important <laughs> this very important test that determines whether we become a doctor or not. But I just thought, what if I just consider what it truly means to be a doctor? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Well, you can consider that at home while you're not a doctor. I circled every fifth word on this test and I wrote poetry with those words. Uh, I'm ready to say God, I hated art school. <laughs> Um, that, that's really interesting though, because I, I did not know this about you, Taylor. I didn't know that you were a, you were a, a, a go-getter, yeah. that you got stuff done early. I always tell myself I will be. <laughs> I mean, I, in med it, school, it, we called those gunners. Gunners. Ooh, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. If so, the, the people who were always like, they were super on top of things and like asking for more work and like. The, the first one Asking to finish. Asking for and, more work? Yeah, like, I, well, I want more I opportunities. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, the, those, like, really eager learner kind of people were the gunners. Like, I mean, I did well in school, but nobody ever called me a gunner because, like, I did what I was supposed to do. Eventually. I was respectful. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, that, that was good. I got good grades. My teachers liked me. I was nice to people. That kind of thing. But I wasn't, like, enthusiastically seeking, you know to be in the front of the pack. I was never mm-hmm. early. I was never like the first one. I was always like two minutes late for class, not late enough to get in trouble, but late also enough. could you just come two minutes early, <laughs> please? Uh-huh. I don't know. Well, I think the other, I, this is just, I think a difference between something sort of like, you know, like intangible with the amount of time you might spend on an art piece versus, you know, the very real amount of time, a little bit more understandable amount of time you might spend on, an, on like an assignment. Uh, in a more classic style Uh is that I know that I'm just going to take up probably from when I start, I'm going to probably work on something till it's needed. Mm -hmm. So the earlier I start, the better it will be. And I will kick myself if it turns out poorly for that one day I didn't spend working on it. Ah, I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit more of a, a mental situation on my end. It's like, I, I, it's, if I have 10 hours, it's going to take 10. If I have 15, it's going to take 15. I just need to start on it. That's the worst of both worlds, though, because <laughs> the opposite of Hannah Montana. I know you're starting. You're starting early, and you're not finishing early, so that you can like say, "Now I'm done. Now I can just enjoy this free time that yeah. I, you know." Because yeah. I mean, I will say, all the time that I would put something off, it was in the back of my mind. Yeah. Like I'm not going to say I didn't have fun, but it was always like, and then there's that paper. That I have to do. Yeah. Like lurking in the back of my brain all the time. Like you've got to get this done. And that relief that I felt 
upon getting it done was like an hour before it was due. So yeah. that wasn't like a lot to really revel in. I will say I uh, have half of my homework actually done. That was an assignment that was assigned to us three months ago that she would ask like every few weeks, like if you've started on it, then you know, this is, you'll be getting to this part. And I was just like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. I haven't started on it because I started on it Sunday and it was due Tuesday, but I actually finished it. And I've been thinking to myself, like, could I could go back and change some things now. Now it's not due until Friday. If we even have school Friday, I could go back and make it better. Oh, no, you're done. But I, then I'm just like, oh, I'm done. Like go I did make it, it better. Go back, it. go back and make it nah, better. First instincts are best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's something that that's a lie. We tell ourselves so yeah, that we don't have to do is. more work. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I will say the end result was born out of procrastination because it was an assignment researching about 50 literary device terms and finding examples of them in published literature. The only requirement was that the literature you find it from must be published somewhere. It did not have to be a book. Mm -hmm. So I was discussing various Hamilton lyrics and In the Heights lyrics with a friend and I realized, wow, there are some literary devices in here. So as I was procrastinating by listening to musicals, I ended up using only lyrics from Hamilton and In the Heights for my project. (laughs) What an well, inspirational story, Riley. Well, I, don't, I don't know if it teaches a very good lesson, but... <laughs> no. Hey, I got it done. <laughs> I guess. And it's good. See, if, I, you, I, if you sell that the right way, you can sound really creative. It is creative. Like, I didn't just search uh-huh. through the books. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't just search through the books that we've been all reading together as a class. I wanted to break out of the box, so mm. I used music from rap musicals that have won Tony's for Best Music. Uh-huh. Well, that is that is the one of those risks of diving right into a project that has creativity involved is like I've definitely like I'll be two, three days into like a drawing or like a story. And then it's like, oh, but here comes along the really good idea that if I would have maybe shown up eventually, but I just did all this work that now, you know, now the good idea has come to say, hello. Oh, am I late? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that I, I agree with that completely. I actually go through that a lot when I'm researching episodes for Sawbones where I'll have like an idea or a direction and it's not really working yet and it will I just I have to give it enough time Mm -hmm. and so I might play around with it and go back and forth to it a few times before and maybe the episode comes out late but I feel like it's worth it because then I find my way into the topic and I'm like ah this is the thing okay now I know the story now I know what people are gonna like but it it, you got to wait till it hits yeah, right. I have had that happen with many an essay where we have started with a rough draft and I've started with one idea and then I do all the revisions and the week's worth of editing and, and having people read it and tell me what I need to change. And then we get to like two days before it's due and I'm like, you know what? This would have been a much better topic, <laughs> but I would have to rewrite my entire paper. So I'm just not going to. See, it's, oh, I would say it's, it's, it's the same feeling as when you like find, like find like a. You get like a, a birthday or a Christmas present for somebody and you're like, cool, great. I did that for them. And then you come across something that's perfect for them. Yeah. You're like, well, they're never going to know that I came across the most perfect thing. <laughs> so I should, but I can't. I, I, I can't not give them I this now to. that I know. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you about the worst, my worst case of procrastinating in a school assignment ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before I do that. Let's check the group message. <laughs> We're going to wait a little while to tell you that. I'm going to procrastinate. Yeah. Uh, well, what do we have going on in the group message this week? We have a sponsor this week, sisters. Who is it? 
our sponsor this week is Rent the Runway. And we've told you about Rent the Runway some before, but I'm going to tell you again because prom season is just around the corner and Rent the Runway is going to help you. Have you had your promposal? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I'm assuming it's coming. I hope so. Uh Uh-oh. But <laughs> you've been put on you've been put on blast. <laughs> um I won't say your boyfriend's name, that might embarrass you. him. You're thank welcome. You. Um but Rent the Runway is going to help you find the perfect dress from over four hundred and fifty top designers and rent them for a fraction of their store price. What? Sisters, tell me more about how it works. Well, it uh Rent the Runway allows you to rent dresses, clothing, and other accessories for like a four or eight day period and um can i even say they have a maternity section they do for people like myself (laughs) who are in a maternity way (laughs) (laughs) so how how does it work taylor if somebody wants to check out rent the runway uh well so you just you go to the rent the runway.com or the rent the runway app and you just find the clothing or dresses you like you select the dates you need it and your size, and from there, you can just rent for a four-day or eight-day period for as little as $35. Once you've placed your order, they'll ship the dress to you in time for your event, and you just send it back once you're done. And uh, they can also send you backup sizes, which is awesome, uh, yeah. free of chain. That's really nice, because it's just like, I like that in a dressing room where you can take multiple sizes of the same thing back, because mm-hmm. so, you never quite know, and so it's nice that they provide you that, that extra little service there. That's super cool. Yeah, and we uh, all know prom is, is one of those days where you uh, get one dress and you have it for forever, but it costs you a bunch of money, and mm-hmm. now you can get one dress and you don't have to keep it for forever, and it doesn't cost you a bunch of money. See, I, I was looking at this through the lens of cosplay when I was browsing this site <laughs> recently, and there, but it's true, and anyone that does it knows sometimes, you know, you want like that beautiful like necklace or accessory or something Thing. but it's like am i really going to drop all this money for this one costume and that gives you the option to bring in a lot of really nice high-end yeah. pieces and you know be able to rotate them in and out so yeah yeah you know. um so if you want to check this out uh our listeners can get 25 percent off their first rent the runway order all you got to do is go to rent the or download the app to get 25 percent off using the promo code still buffering at checkout so go check it out today that's renttherunway.com get 25 percent off with promo code still buffering renttherunway.com promo code still buffering get that pram dress <laughs> um the the thing about procrastination is for a lot of we've talked largely about schoolwork and for a lot of schoolwork it can like you can get away with it if you manage to do the assignment correctly, you can pull it off. Um, I once procrastinated with an assignment I had in a botany class I took in college. Uh oh. It was that a class. Means plants. Yes, a cl- that, that means plants. <laughs> Good job, Riley. You're ready for college. <laughs> Thank you. I, it was a class called Plant Taxonomy, and one of the things we had to do was like press. We had to create like a press for plants, mm-hmm. you know, like where oh, you like s- are you press leaves, smush like, them, yeah. like where you press leaves, and um, that takes several days. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I have found the root of the conflict. <laughs> you can't do that the night before. No. Nope. I mean, you can, <laughs> but it's not gonna be good. You won't do well on the assignment. Let me tell you. Um, you can try to find plants that are kind of old and dead, so you think like, well, that sort of looks like. It's already been smushed. <laughs> and maybe try to smush those. It still doesn't look like it's supposed to look. Mm-hmm. 
If only um, you had access to a restaurant grade dehydrator. Well, <laughs> I'm just only. thinking like, oh, I could solve this problem for you now, not back in the past when you needed me. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, when I got my grade back, like even my professor just kind of looked at me like, I don't, what did you do? <laughs> like I didn't, I mean, I didn't fail a class or anything. It wasn't terrible. That's um, also a process that is not super involved. Yeah, you, I mean it is, but like it's not a thing you, that you couldn't have done like five days before and just like within yeah. twenty minutes and then set aside. To be fair, you had to make the press. Cindy, <laughs> you were in medical school. <laughs> yeah, I thought plant taxonomy was gonna help me with like learning how to make plants or like to find plants with medicinal properties i thought it would play into there was a class afterwards it was a prerequisite there's a class afterwards about medicinal plants that i really wanted to take and i thought well i'll just suffer through plant taxonomy and then i'll get to take this other one but by the end i hated plants so much i didn't take any more botany classes see i think i think this is why i really dug like photography and screen printing uh in high school and college because you had to you had to be in charge of your time. That's one one situation where my talents would shine because you can't like <laughs> you can't phone in the the background work of like proper development and like mm, you know properly yeah. like priming things. Like it sure. is a, it is a multiple day process for all of those things. So that's one where like you know you can't show up without anything and just say I had this really great idea, but it's like no, like technical labor went into this <laughs> that's why i like english because you have a paper assignment even if you wait till the night before as long as you have like an outline in your idea you just put words together make it make sense do that in an hour and a half two hours boom yeah but you Done. also gotta read books well do which, you <laughs> okay <laughs> uh i would Are recommend you? reading the books i am not suggesting you don't but if you get to the day where you realize you have been on Christmas break for two and a half weeks and you were supposed to read a book over Christmas break and you didn't, it is not the end of the world. <laughs> God, I remember using, and I can remember exactly what it was because I still can remember the guilt of it, using uh, like cliff notes for great expectations. And spark notes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, you have spark notes. We had cliff notes. They were yeah. published things that you bought. Now you have the internet and all its resources. Yeah, now you don't have to buy them. <laughs> but like just straight like apologizing to the book. Like, I will read you. I will I will read you on my own time. I promise. Yeah. No, see, well, that's the thing. Don't think yeah. ill of me. Yeah. I, <laughs> and of all, all books, book, it's great expectations. <laughs> it had such high expectations for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> to read it. <laughs> this is the worst irony. <laughs> I, 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 and I always loved like, Everybody had that lie about Cliff's notes, and I don't know if people still do this with Spark notes because you can't see them. I mean, that was the thing. You would go to somebody's house, and you would see in their room like Cliff. Cliff notes were yellow. Oh, there yeah. were these little booklets. You had to buy them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were paper. Uh huh. Yes. Like you. Oh, oh. They were little books. They were other. So you'd read another book to avoid reading <laughs> a book. Well, <laughs> but they were small. How the internet has changed. <laughs> yes. They were like yellow with like black writing on them and like black, like it was, it, they were very obvious what they were. Like you could spot cliff notes from across the room. You knew instantly like, oh, you got cliff notes. Um, but everybody always said the same thing. I, I read the book. I just used them to help 
you know, help me understand right. yeah. some of the major points in it, huh. you know, some of the symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> and that was always the worst when you had a teacher, like your first year of high school, when you had never been assigned to read whole books before. And all of a sudden you had summer work to do where you had to read four whole books. And she was like, <laughs> it's okay to use the spark notes to supplement your reading. No. And you go, oh, really? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no. No, I will I mean, say I though, if you're really reading the books, but every book I have ever used Spark Notes on because I've not finished slash not started, I have gone back and read because I feel so guilty and because I do enjoy reading, <laughs> I just run out of time. I, I just keep getting really bummed out by every time you say whole books, <laughs> like you have to read the whole book, the whole book. There are some times when you Horrible get assignments books. where reading half of the book will get will you get away with it. Ugh. Uh. Do you think procrastination is getting worse? Because I was thinking about this. When I used to have to do assignments way back, especially like high school days, most of what I was doing was paper and pencil. I mean, in all honesty. You didn't have anything in that paper and pencil to distract you. (laughs) No. Or like if I was writing a paper on my computer, I was writing it. I mean, like I had Word or Works open or something. And I was typing my document. That was it. To get on the internet or to access social media or whatever would have been like a whole other activity I would have had to pursue. Yeah. um, And tie up the phone lines in order to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And then mom and dad would know I was not working on whatever I was supposed to work. Like it, it, it took a lot more effort to procrastinate. So it was probably harder to justify anything other than just get it done. Now... It's so easy. I mean, because I fall into that trap all the time where I'm working on my computer and I have a tab open to Facebook, too. And I have a tab open to Twitter and I have Uh this other interesting article that I was reading from The New York Times on another tab and I'm doing stuff. But then I'm just casually clicking onto these other things Uh just for a few seconds, just for a few seconds. It seems like it's a lot easier. It's so easy because you have your computer open. And say you have headphones in because, like, you you like to listen to music while you work. But then, like, you take, a, like, a 10-minute break. Like, if I have a lot of work to do, like, hours worth of work or whatever that I'm working on all at once, I will take breaks because it's, like, my brain gets tired. I need a break. But then that break for as a 10-minute break that you were, like, I'm going to watch a 10-minute video. I'm going to watch the last 10 minutes of this episode. Turns into, <laughs> I just watched three episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Or, I just watched... Like thirty YouTube videos, it has been two hours. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and I mean, you go down those. I I have found that that's really dangerous, depending on what kind of research you're doing. And this isn't all bad. It just is not conducive to finishing assignments. The internet has made it so even if what you're doing is tangentially related to what you're supposed to be doing, it's so easy to go down. Like, for most people, it's Wikipedia rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. Where like you, you're reading something, you're researching something, what you're looking at is important to what you're doing. But then you see this little side thing and you're like, well, what's that? I don't know what that is. So you click on that so you can learn more about that. And then that leads you down another and you keep and like at some point you have totally lost the plot. Like yeah. what you're doing mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the assignment. That is very true. Yeah. Or yeah. like, yeah, Sparknotes has aided in procrastination even further by adding parts to their website that are um, quizzes that you take not about the books you've read 
but like to find out what Harry Potter character you oh, are no. Oh, no. or what teen book series you're uh. most like. And then you're on Sparknotes trying to like, yes, you're not actually doing your work, but also like what you're doing <laughs> is kind of important to what you need to be doing. But then you see a link on the side. It's like, take a study break. Find out what dystopian teen novel you belong in. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Sparknotes told me to. Sparknotes told me to. So then you take two hours taking quizzes. Yeah. And then you're, you're lost in the uh, whole of quizzes. That's when, like, I, I feel like my, especially when I'm doing, like, art projects, that my ability to work through those at, at a fast pace has definitely suffered because I'm always working on my computer and I like to reference everything that I'm drawing. Like, I like to have some idea behind, you know, and I don't, I don't typically just make things up. I'll put three things together to come up with a costume mm-hmm. or something. And, you know, like, back in the olden days when I would go to the library and maybe, like, get some cool books about, like, this one's about, like, machinery and this is about, like, you know, 70s fashion. And these are, the, these are my limited resources to cobble together. Mm-hmm. But when it's the internet, it's like... I have literally drawn like a stick figure and then I spent three hours like researching Victorian shoe wear. Like, what did I do? <laughs> like, how did this happen? <laughs> and it's easy to trick your brain into thinking this is valuable. Yeah. yeah. I need to do this. Um, yeah. Like, I am being really good at my job now. I didn't do my job. Oh. <laughs> um, do you think, is it always just schoolwork? Are there, I mean, because we've talked a lot about procrastinating with schoolwork. For me, that's all I have to procrastinate on. <laughs> unless it's like, okay, unless it's like getting ready for something. When like like in the evening I have something to go to, I know what time I need to leave or I know what time I need to be there. And to me, I'm like, okay, this is what time I need to start getting ready because like I haven't showered yet and I need to dry my hair and put on makeup. I don't know what I'm wearing. And then I have free time. So like I start watching Netflix and then it, I realize it's past the time where I say you need to start getting ready I'm like well I can start getting ready in 20 minutes I'll be fine and then I'm left with 45 minutes to get ready when I haven't showered yet and it usually takes me like 20 minutes to shower and I'm like hmm, well this is what I've done with my time because I mean as an adult like it's easy for me to I procrastinate laundry until I have no underwear. Yeah, and, and then, then you buy new underwear a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that trick. Uh, well, like in Big Hero 6 where he says he wears one pair of underwear four times because he wears them front and back and inside out and then front and back. Ah, uh, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm just I'd, saying I saw I'd that. I'd go without in, before in a, I would do cartoon. that. Uh, I, and I mean like I, I'll procrastinate dishes. And, like, take one spoon back out of the dishwasher and wash the one spoon, like... This is all I need. Because I haven't run the... Because then once you run the dishwasher, it's full of clean dishes, which are great, except then you have to put them away. And so you can't put dirty dishes in there until you put the clean ones away. That's a whole thing. (laughs) Uh, The the only thing that has helped me at all with that kind of thing is having a kid, honestly, because you... When you have that, like... Like your your morality compels you to take care of your child because it is wrong to procrastinate. Like <laughs> you don't care about your or bathing. Or, so like so you you for myself I can put stuff off, but for my daughter, of course, I'm I mean she needs a bath. She doesn't want to take a bath. It's going to be a fight. I'm going to pour water on her head when I rinse the shampoo out. She's going to scream about it. But I'm going to do it because 
I love her, and that's what a good parent does. See, that's me, the only thing that's cured my procrastination. Other than the internet, Charlie is my greatest tool in procrastinating. Because yeah. if she's at our house, and it's like, you know, after school, and I'm hanging out trying to start on homework, but then she comes in my room and wants to play with me and talk to me, it's like, well... I'm not going to be a bad aunt. I'm not going to like not talk to her or tell her I can't play with her. So I have to go play with her. <laughs> and then I spend two hours, you know, playing with Elena and Isabel from Elena Vavilor and not doing homework. Mm. Two hours well spent, though. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you feel productive, but also <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> Do you ever feel that you socially procrastinate? Like, like with other people? I, oh yeah because uh-huh. like i'm th- like i know a lot of times like if i see like if i get a text message from somebody and they're not like a super close friend you know like like if it's just it's something that is requiring me to like require or answer in like a friendly but not too like ex- enthusiastic way or like like be nuanced and professional i just have to sometimes put it down and be like i'll come back to that when i'm ready and then it's like oh that was seven days ago that that person invited me to a party that was two days ago yeah (laughs) yes yeah i that happens a lot there there are times where i just wish you could like emails text message facebook message every way people have twitter dms every way people have of getting in touch with you i could just like make all of it vanish and start over with like a clean slate like yeah mm-hmm. i don't have to I'll, have I'll, i don't have to carry this social baggage like because it's never intentional it's never like malicious it's right. just i want to put thought into this answer because it requires my time or my effort or whatever and i don't have the time to put the thought into it right now so i'll do it later and man once i have made that little number disappear from my text message box yep it's my brain forgets yeah. it exists I'll feel so bad. Someone will text me and ask me for notes because they missed class or ask me like for help on something and I'll read it and I'll be doing something else or I'll be like not thinking about it or not have them with me and I'll think like I'll get to them later. And then it's the next day and they're at school and they're like, oh, I didn't ever get those notes from you. And I'm like, I forgot. (laughs) It's it's so hard. I think uh, Justin's really good about answering emails as soon as he gets them. Um, I have never developed that skill, but I think it's probably a good one. Mm-hmm. And I think with text messages, as hard as it is, don't click on it until you're ready to answer it. Yeah. Because once you've read it, like, it, then it vanishes. And it's even worse if you have your read receipts on so they can see when you read it. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, and then you don't reply. I, I don't have all, mine I on. turned all those off. <laughs> yeah, I don't keep those on, but I also wish other people would follow suit because, you know, that's unrelated to procrastinating but when you see that red receipt and then it just no response it's like oh okay (laughs) you know now you can be selective and turn on your red receipts only for certain people right don't don't keep them on for me anybody that's my friend just i don't want to know if you've read my text message and are ignoring me for the reasons that i ignore people accidentally all the time we have secret doctor uh text That secret doctor text. I have secret. I have something that's a. It's a secret doctor texting program. It's it's not a secret. It's just it's HIPAA protected. That's why it's separate from. You can't. I can't text medical information because that's not HIPAA safe. So I can use this other program in it. Secret doctor. I can text. I can communicate with other doctors about patients or like with my residents at work or something, and we can talk about patients and that kind of thing. They can send me pictures of EKGs or labs or whatever, and it's all protected. It's HIPAA safe, but uh, it you cannot turn off the red function on mm. that the worst which is hard because then like 
Uh, the other thing that that presents is if I'm asked a question and I don't instantly know the answer, they know exactly how long it's taking me to figure it <laughs> out. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. And I want to look smart like I know everything. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I still have to read. It's okay. I don't know, know everything. Not everything. So. But, but you cannot turn that function off. That's the worst. Yeah. Well. So Taylor's the only one of us who does things like she's supposed to yeah well i I've guess now, is what we've learned <laughs> i have now yeah i mean yes and no i also have a you know i work the entire time the anxiety never goes away i just just have more of it than everybody else <laughs> and and i've now used this episode about procrastination to further procrastinate on my schoolwork. so <laughs> thank you <laughs> well uh you're welcome you don't have school tomorrow I know, but you know what that means. But what Another if... day not doing it. What if you did it tonight and then you go, tomorrow you just had a whole stress-free day of not worrying about your stuff? But what if I did it tomorrow night and I still had an entire stress-free day? <laughs> it's, I, will, I will tell you, it's good on the other end of things. Uh, today, for instance. Today was a very snowy, icy, treacherous day out on the roads. Mm-hmm. Um the hospitals and medical offices do not close down <laughs> despite what some people may believe um it, even if it even if it is very snowy out uh we're still open for business so i made it into work but as you can imagine a lot of my patients couldn't make it in because the they live somewhere where they just couldn't get they couldn't get out the roads weren't clear and they couldn't get to the office so i spent the first hour and a half when i got to work this morning just like i finished the stuff from yesterday i had to do and then i was just sitting there and having like free time now is incredibly <laughs> stressful to not do stuff in because there's so much I'm always behind on and I have on my plate and like, oh my gosh, I have an hour and a half I could use and I didn't have like everything I needed. They don't trust us to get on the internet at work because they're afraid we'll all get on Facebook. So anyway, I didn't have my laptop <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I was very stressed. Like I have this time I've got to work. I have this time I could be getting ahead. I have so many things I need to get ahead on. Um, so it's better to develop those skills early so you're not, you know, yeah, do it now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think something that I'm trying to learn, obviously, much later in life, because all of the social media wasn't a thing for us when we were younger, is how to, like, really compartmentalize that stuff in my day. Like, I wake up, I check my email, I close my laptop. Like, you know, like yeah. I can check it again before I go to bed, but maybe don't check it all day long because that's inevitably going to lead you to you know, down the path of everything else that's on your laptop. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. No, you're exactly right. And I think, I think I've seen Justin do it before, like purge his phone of social media apps for periods of time. I've done that. Mm-hmm. And it probably would be healthier for all of us. I have not done it because I like to know what's happening. <laughs> Sydney um, likes to be in the know. I just like to know. I don't, nobody you know. wants to hear about it. I don't tell. I don't do the dad <laughs> thing where I tell everybody about it because it's true. I've seen everybody complain about it, so I've learned from dad. I'm with <laughs> you. I'm quietly with you in solidarity. I also know those weird news stories that you're telling everyone. I just have learned not to say them. You just mm-hmm. don't advertise it. I just don't tell anybody about them. Um, but no, that probably would be the best thing we could do. Yes. Don't eat Tide Pods and delete your social media apps. Yeah. <laughs> Because no matter t- how delicious they both look. <laughs> well, and your social media will inevitably tell you to eat Tide Pods. So that's... Exactly. There you go. Two birds, one stone. Well, um, well, good. Now we've put off Riley's schoolwork. So that's excellent. Good, good. I'm glad we were able to achieve that today. Yeah. Me too. Um, thank you all for joining me again. You're welcome. 
It's good to be back. It's I, been a I'm, while. I'm glad. I'm glad we're back. And uh, uh, thank you all for listening to our show. Uh, you can check out a lot of other wonderful podcasts at MaximumFun.org. So feel free to go there and listen to a lot of other wonderful shows. Um, you can tweet at us at StillBuff. And you can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org if you have any suggestions or topics or if teens are eating anything else that's dangerous and we need to talk about it. You please let us know. Let us know. Yeah. What, what are teens eating today? <laughs> Keep us posted. Uh, and we'd also like to thank the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I, I was, was too. Go use Tide Pod. Don't use Tide Pod. I was thinking the one thing we covered. Podcasts. 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 <laughs> They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like, like this. this. Like this. Like this. Yeah. But let's face it, all that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop Podcasting Yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes. Or MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.